Welcome to the Renew Life Church podcast. No matter what situation we find ourselves facing, we know that God wants to speak clearly to us. So wherever you're listening from today, we want to thank you for being here. Grab a cup of coffee and join us as we tune in to our Sunday conversation. Well, good morning and welcome Renew Life Church family. We're so glad that you're here with us this morning or whenever you're watching. I'm Keith. As you can see, this is Cody. I'm not Braden, and this is not Leanne. Not Leanne. Not even close. Not Leanne. Unless she grew a beard, which would be weird. And it wouldn't look that good. By the way, this is the first time that I've combed my hair <laughs> literally, and I don't know how long. I, can't, listen, I don't even know listen, the last listen, time listen, that listen. I combed my hair. Listen, this guy can wear a hat, take the hat off, and the hair looks like it's never moved. Okay. So whether you take a comb to it or not, it doesn't matter because it's perfect all of the time. Perfect? I, mean, I actually want to apologize about my hair before we get started this morning. But, hey, it is what it is. It's quarantine life. It's impressive. Um, before we keep going down this rabbit trail, hey, we're really glad that you're here. And uh, we're just believing that as we, as we just share this message with you today, that honestly, it just, it's going to penetrate the mm. home. It's going to pe- yes. penetrate your heart, your life. Um, we're believing every time we, we open our, our, our mouth that it changes things, yeah, uh, sure. that, that, it, that it changes your life. Not our words, but his words coming out of us mm-hmm. literally will change your life. And uh, today we're going to talk about a, a subject, and we're going to talk around the idea of repentance. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so before you turn off the, the TV right now <laughs> when you hear that word, let us, let us get into it, and it won't be as rough as you think. Uh, but let, let's just let's just go ahead and, and jump right in. I want to come out of Second Chronicles chapter seven, verse fourteen. This is where we've been coming from for the past couple of weeks here, and, and and here's what it says: If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, that's where we're going to concentrate today. Mm-hmm. And turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. I, I think as as we've been watching with Braden and Leanne and, and mm-hmm. they've been talking to us, this is the goal right now. We need God to come and heal yeah, for sure. our land. Uh, we, we've kind of, if that's the goal, we've kind of backtracked through this scripture and we kind of see, okay, what, what did he say? He said mm-hmm. to humble yourselves. Yeah. Okay, we've talked about humility. Mm-hmm. Um, he said to pray. We've talked about prayer. Yeah. Last week, Braden and Leanne talked about seeking his face mm-hmm. and, and kind of going after the presence of God yeah. and just being in that moment with him. And so now we get... Now we get to the part where, where we kind of just want to skip over the, this part of the scripture yeah, exactly. where it says, turn from their wicked ways. Yeah. Uh, and, and, I, and we want to couch kind of that, that phrase today, mm-hmm. turn from your wicked ways. Let's, let's kind of couch that in this term repentance. We've heard this word many times. If, you, if you've grown up in church like I did, you kind of hear the word repent. And it kind of has a negative connotation mm-hmm. to it. Uh, we, we have these ideas in our, our head of what exactly. repentance look like, what it looks like, what it feels like. Um, before we go any further, I just want to kind of give, give Cody the, the mic, so to speak, and let sure. him kind of just share what we mean when it comes to that word repentance. So. Yeah, I think one of the most challenging things about repentance for me um, in, in the past has been just this idea of, well, if Jesus did, if Jesus took care of all of my sin... He, for, he was the forgiveness of sin, then why do I need to repent? Mm. Why, why, why ask for repentance or forgiveness for something that he's already taken care of? Mm. And that's kind of, it's kind of a struggle that I think we've fallen into sometimes. But what we have to understand is just because Jesus was the forgiveness for all sin, it doesn't mean that we've actually repented and received the forgiveness of all of the sin. Mm. It's all available to us. Right. It's, it's like that buffet that 
that has everything that we need on it. And we'd only take and we only receive the thing that, that we need in the moment. Yeah. And so I think repentance is a, a continual process of mm-hmm. asking, Lord, forgive me for this and help me walk in another direction. And so when we just jump into just kind of even defining repentance, um, you know, back to Second Chronicles seven fourteen, he said, turn from their wicked ways. Mm-hmm. So repentance is not just acknowledgement of my sin. It's not acknowledgement of me uh, doing something wrong in the eyes of God or missing the mark. It's actually me acknowledging it, acting on it, and then turning and going a different direction. Yeah. There is a turning that takes place. This isn't just a turning that happens in our thoughts mm. or in our mind uh, because we think a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, I, can, I can be made aware of a lot of things in my mind. Mm-hmm. But if I don't speak that thing out and I don't Sorry. turn and go a different direction, then all I did was just acknowledge it. It was just head knowledge, yeah. which is just puffed up, which is also pride. Yeah. And then humility is what, we're, what this is all centered around. He started with that. Sure. And so we, we, we pray, we seek his face, but we repent because repentance involves humility. Uh, so repentance is literally turning. It's turning to Jesus. It's turning to, to the Son, the author and the finisher of our faith, mm. and going after him. Um, so it's, it's, it's literally uh, just about, about going a different direction in our actions and in our deeds. Well, you know, you kind of we've heard this definition growing up around the same camps, so to speak, in mm-hmm. church. It's repentance is a 180-degree turn, mm-hmm. and, and, and it's going the, the other way. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I, I like that definition. I, I think it's... I think it's accurate, yeah. but as you dis- as we've discovered and in looking into repentance in that word, even in, in the in the dictionary and, and what it meant in the Greek, this this word has a lot of layers to it. Mm-hmm. It's it's not simply just a like Cody said a change of thought. Yeah. Well, I acknowledge that that's wrong, um, or I feel bad because I sinned. I feel bad because I did this one thing. I I really feel bad because I keep doing this thing over and over and over. And uh, I, I'm kind of reminded uh, in, in church, we, we probably all, when we first got saved, how many of you out there got saved like a hundred times? That was me, right? <laughs> that was me. Like the first, time, the first time you got saved, the second time you for sure needed to get saved because it felt so good the first time. <laughs> yeah. And then you just wanted to make sure like, okay. Just in case. Yeah, just in case we that had, that first time. We had this little nine-year-old kid. <laughs> he would pray the prayer of salvation every single Sunday. And finally, I'm like, hey, bro, you... Like I explained, I'm like, you don't have to do this every week. And he's like, no, 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 I'm fine. I know. I just want to make sure I don't go to hell. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's his total answer. Yeah, well, and when it comes to repentance, that's probably one of the words that pops into our mind mm-hmm. is that word hell. Yeah. It's like, hey, repent or you're going to that, that bad place. Mm-hmm. Repent or you're going to that place where, where um, you'll be tortured for all of eternity. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm, I'm just reminded that re- repentance is actually a beautiful thing. Yeah. When we actually turn from our wicked ways, as Second Chronicles say, when, when we actually turn from our sin, it can be one of the most beautiful pictures of, of the cross, of what Jesus mm-hmm. did for us. Um, it, it's his grace that literally leads us to repentance. Mm-hmm. It's his goodness that leads us to yeah. his repentance. Yeah. Repentance doesn't have to be some horrible thing where you suffer and, and you got to, you know, bring up all these things from the past and deal with all this sin. Yeah, there are moments for that, mm-hmm. but it's also just the little things in, in the day to day where we say, Lord, I'm, gosh, I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't mm-hmm. have talked that way to my wife. Yeah. I shouldn't have talked that way to my kids when I got angry yeah. or, or Lord, man, I, I missed it. I, 
I knew you told me to talk to that one person, mm-hmm. and uh, and I just kept driving, or I just kept going away. Yeah. And I, as I'm saying that, I'm reminded of the story you told me earlier as yeah. we were studying together um, about this this one person that you actually drove by, and you kind of had this this situation. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> kind of share well, that story. My granddad used to tell me all the time. He'd say, "Cody, don't tell me, show me." Mm-hmm. In other words, seeing is believing. And, and the story that Keith is referring to, I was driving to the office one morning, and, and there's a house on my way to work that is just an unbelievably beautiful home, and they've done an incredible job on it. And so every now and then, I just turn down the street just to, just to check out this house kind of in all of this home. And so as I did, uh, the homeowner was actually sitting outside in a little courtyard um, and patio area and in his bathrobe, I guess, drinking coffee or whatever it was. And I felt the Lord tell me, Cody, stop and pray. And I'm like, mm, nah, I'm probably not going to do that. That would yeah. be really weird. So I kept driving, uh, drive to work. And, and then as I'm driving, the Lord just hasn't left me alone about it. It's almost like he's arresting my heart in this moment. And, and I said, all right, Lord, I apologize that I didn't do it. If, if I ever see him out there again, I'll do it. And one of the things about saying something like that or praying something like that or making one of those kind of announcements mm-hmm. is the Lord's remembering that. Mm-hmm. So he's going to give you the, the, the opportunity to do it again. And so probably two months later, I'm driving to work and I feel like I'm supposed to turn down this road. This time it wasn't about looking at the house or just taking my time to get to the office. It was, it was for a reason. And so I turned down this guy's street and sure enough, there he is. This time he's going to get his mail. He's wearing his bathrobe. He's got a cup of coffee. And uh, I, 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 like, slow roll. This is just the worst thing ever. It's so bad. creepy. It's bad. It's so creepy. Like, if, oh, so bad. So I, I drive by, and there he is. And, and I get past his street. Mm-hmm. And the Lord's like, okay, do you remember? I'm like, mm-hmm. I do remember. <laughs> so here's this guy. I put my truck in reverse. I, I back up Which is down. Which is even more creepier. It just like. gets worse and worse by the moment. <laughs> right? But I told the Lord I would do it. So I, I, I back up. I turn down the street. I hop out. And I'm like, hey, I, I'm not trying to bother you. And I apologize if this is freaking you out. But I just told the Lord uh, up two months ago when I was supposed to pray for you that I would stop and I would pray. And so I would just, I'd like to ask it, can I pray? And so we just jumped right in, and he let me pray, and I'm sure he was super weirded out and probably went in the house and locked his doors and <laughs> wrote my license plate number down and yeah, all, those, all things, those things, but yeah. it, none of that matters. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think that I, I wanted to jump into a scripture that kind of talks about two different sons that mm-hmm. kind of are in a similar position, yeah. um, where, where they're, they're asked to do something by their father, mm-hmm. and that's really what sin is. It's missing the mark, whether that's um, us stealing, murdering, lying, cheating, committing adultery. It's missing the mark. And if God has said for us to do something, if he set something in motion for us to do, and he spoke it to us, then we know. Mm-hmm. We have an ability to hear God. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit lives on the inside of us. And so when God speaks, it actually bears witness with our spirit. And so we know that we've heard God. Yeah. And so we have, a, uh, we have a responsibility to respond to what he has said to do. And so I just wanted to jump to Matthew chapter 21. We're going to start in verse 28. But it says this. It says, but what do you think? A man has two sons, and he came to the first, and he said, Son, go work today in my vineyard. And he answered and said, I will not. So the son tells the father, I will not do this thing that you've asked me to do. Much that's, like that's, that's never happened before. Yeah, I've, ne- <laughs> I've never done that today. Mm-hmm. And uh, he says, I will not. But afterwards, he regretted it, and he went. Then he came to the second son and, and said, Likewise. And he answered and said, I will go, sir. But he did not go. 
Now, which one of the two did the will of his father? So you have these two sons, and you have this one that, that is given a direction by the dad, given direction by the father, and he says, I won't do that. Instantly, he walks away from this moment and this interaction with his father, and he begins to think. He, he acknowledged the fact that he, he resisted direction from the father. And so it says that he, he instantly has regret, and so he turns and he goes towards the work that the father asked him to do. Mm-hmm. So there's a turning. He, he yeah. repented in this moment. Mm-hmm. He, he showed humility in the fact that he was wrong, and so he went after doing what the father said. The second son uh, said, I will go, but he didn't go. And so it, he, he just told a lie. Mm-hmm. And you have this, you have this uh, pride and you have this humility. You have these two examples. You have the, the humility in a son that recognizes afterwards that he answered wrong and did wrong. And then you have this other son that answered correctly first. Mm. And it looked good and his answer sounded good, but he didn't go. Yeah. Pride just lied and humility repented. Mm. And, and as this story goes, Jesus is actually talking to uh, some chief priests and some some elders of the church that are, are pressing Jesus about where his authority comes from. And he goes on to tell them this. He said, Jesus, uh, when, he, when he had asked them uh, who did the will of the Father, they said to him, the first one. And Jesus said to them, Assuredly, I say to you that tax collectors and harlots will enter the kingdom of God before you do. Like Jesus is just lighting these people up. Mm-hmm. Like he's saying, uh, tax collectors and prostitutes will enter the kingdom before you, the chief priest and the elders of the church. He said, for John came to you in a way of righteousness and you did not believe him, but tax collectors and harlots believed him. And when you saw it, you did not afterward relent or believe in him. The King James Version says that after you saw and after you encountered John the Baptist, you did not afterwards repent and believe in Jesus. Mm. And so you see this, this dynamic where God can do a lot with someone who is willing. Yeah. God can do a lot with a heart that is willing to repent, admit wrong, turn, and go towards Jesus. Mm. But he can't work with a heart that is unwilling to repent. Yeah. And he's like, well, God can do anything. Well, if, if God was, was interested or God could do anything, and, and, and I had an unwilling heart, a, a heart that was unwilling to repent, mm. I, I will not... Not only will I not acknowledge that I was wrong, but I will not do anything differently to go the other direction. Yeah, come on. God in that moment will not violate free will to get me on the track of repentance. Yeah. And so that is a long road that eventually I will, I will get to a place, hopefully, mm-hmm. where I, I turn my heart towards the Father and I start walking in a direction that I should go. Yeah. Um, but lots of times it's very simple for us to, to get an unction from God and say, no, I'm probably not going to do that today. Well, and that's, that's what I love about the story is, you know, a lot, a lot of times we, we find ourselves in this position of these two sons. We're, yeah. we're one or both all at the same Absolutely. time. There are moments in our life when, when God gives us direction, he tells us something to do. And we're like the, you know, I captain, yes, sir, we'll, we'll go do it. We, we say mm-hmm. a lot with our mouth. And, and then we end up not doing it. We end up not following through. Mm-hmm. And, and let me just say this. No shame, no condemnation, yeah. no guilt for you right now. Right. I'm just kind of being real. This yeah. is what I do. This is what we all do. We, we say yes to God, but then we don't necessarily always follow through sure. with our actions. But then there are those times when we're the other son. Mm-hmm. And he initially tells us to stop doing something. Or he tells us to correct something. Or come up in character. Mm-hmm. Or go a, another direction. And we're like, we just know on the inside of us, we're like, no, 
Mm-hmm. And we, we never, I've never said it out loud. You know, like I never, I never hear sure. the Holy Spirit and be like, no, mm-mm, I ain't doing it. You know, but on the inside, you just kind of know like, mm-mm. Mm-hmm. like, no, yeah. I, I'm like that, like with yeah. that situation, with that guy, like, it doesn't make sense. yeah. And, and it, well, and here's what the Holy Spirit will always do. He's, he's a gentleman. He, um, he is, he is kind, but he will always, it seems like he's always taking us to a line. Mm. Okay. You've grown, you've grown. Now, how about you take this step? Wow. Now, how about you go, go a little bit further? Yeah, that's good. How about you, how about you just, I know you're, you're really uncomfortable here, but and I know you've never mm. prayed for somebody in public. I know you've never considered, um, never, never actually wow. watching a show or a that's movie really with nudity ever again. I'm talking drastic things. He takes you to these lines mm. and, and he's saying, Would, will you say yes to this lifestyle? Oh. Will you say yes to, to this step? And, and when he takes us to that line, our initial response might be no, but can we be like the first son that says no, but then all of a sudden we'll just in, in, in time, in the journey that we're on with God, mm. eventually say, you know what? I'm going to do what you told me to do. Mm. When we do that, when we actually do that, that is repentance. It's turning from a way yeah. and going a different way. I would even, I would wow. even go as, as far to say this. Some, uh, the, the, the definition of repentance is just changing your mind. And, and it goes on to, to, to talk about changing the way, your actions as well. But that first, that first definition of changing your mind, mm-hmm. I would even go as far to say that repentance can even be turning from a... A, a lower level of thinking and going toward, to a higher level of thinking. In other words, God, yeah. you've had me live at this level, mm-hmm. but you're asking me to come up. Good. And because you're speaking to me and telling me to stop living this way, it is now, it has now become sin for me to live this way. Yep. It has now become um, uh, uh, less than to live this. I'm going to miss the mm-hmm. mark. Mm-hmm. I'm going to miss the mark if I live here and yeah. you've called me to here. Yeah. And so repentance can literally be this thing. Well, I'm going to take it up a notch. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take it up. And, and I just, yeah. I, I knew I'd probably go this direction. Um, wasn't for sure. But I know just recently um, over the last couple of months, the, the Lord has even just pressed it upon my heart just to, to take my purity to another level. And, and yeah. so, and so guys and, and ladies listening, um, you know, there's, there's just a level that he wants me to go to. And, and, and this is purely a, a personal example. It is, not, it is not necessarily black and white scripture. And I can't say this is what he will do for you. Mm-hmm. But I know that um, one of my greatest desires is to see God. And it says the pure in heart will see God. Yeah. The pure in heart. Yeah. And, and when I say see God in my head, I'm... I'm thinking all kinds of, of the crazy stuff. I want it all. I want the experiences. I want to feel his tangible presence. I want, I want to see angels. I want to, I want to experience heaven on earth. I want all the crazy stuff. Mm. And, um, but it says the pure in heart will see God. And it wasn't too long ago that I just felt like the Lord was wanting to take me to a new level of purity. Wow. And there was this moment where I, in prayer in, and with God, I just said, you know what? I'm tired of, of living the way that I've lived. I'm no longer going to live at this level that I've, that I've always mm-hmm. lived at. That level being, you know, if, um, if there was something that I was watching or, or mm-hmm. a, a movie or a show that we were all engaging in and, 
it wasn't a horrible movie, but there was a scene that came up. Mm-hmm. Instead of turning my eyes, he said, why don't I take it to another level? And why don't I do the research before mm-hmm. I ever watch the movie yeah. or I watch that show and let it tell me what's going to come up and then choose if I'll even watch the movie or not? Mm-hmm. Because I want to I wanna re- re- protect myself oh. and I want to go to another level with him. And ultimately, it's, it's, it's about him, the Holy Spirit, just putting that on my heart. This is the way that I need to live mm-hmm. personally. Yeah. And in that moment, I just I committed to him that that was how I was going to live my life. That is the direction I was going to go. And, and it was in that moment, I, I think true repentance actually took place. Man. It, was, it was a moment where I just I turned towards God. I turned and I, I, I ran after him. I went um, the, the best I knew how. And, wow. and I put a That's plan good. in place. That's really good. I put a plan in place. And we were, we were kind of talking about this mm. with Braden earlier today and, and talking about when it, when it comes to repentance. Let, let me just, let me read um, uh, the, the definition uh, more in depth. The Greek definition of the word repent is this. Number one, it's, it's three steps. Number one, new knowledge. In other words, I acknowledge that the way that I'm going is, is, is a lie. It is sin. Mm-hmm. I'm going to turn. I have new knowledge now. Number two, um, repentance is regret for the previous course and displeasure with, with self. Mm. So it's not only do we get the new knowledge, and it's, not only, it's, it's this feeling of emotion, man, I, I've messed up. I don't even have to describe that feeling. We're <laughs> really good at feeling that. We're yeah. really good at feeling the, just the, how you almost, your heart is broken, that you messed up again. Sure. But here's, here's the third step in definition of repent. It's a change of action. New knowledge, regret for the previous course, and a change of action. Mm. And, and, and let's, let's kind of talk around this idea for a second of, of making a plan. Because re- repentance is, we, we, only, we usually only take those first two steps where we get new knowledge and we, and we feel bad. Most believers stop at those two steps and we never get to step three where we actually change in action. Wow. And, and that, that's, the, that's actually where the line, that line I was talking about, that's where it takes place. Yeah. This is where the, the rubber meets the road, so to speak. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, this is where it gets hard for me to actually change. I'm really good at knowing if it's bad and, and knowing the good thing. And I'm actually really, really good at feeling bad. Mm. I'm actually good at that. It's a talent of mine. Like when I make a mistake, I'm really good at feeling bad about it. Well, it's like we think that if I feel bad enough, then I'll care enough. Mm-hmm. And it just doesn't work that way. It's like if I beat myself up, repentance isn't condemnation and it's not shame. That's right. Repentance should lead us to the Father. Yeah. Well, when I'm ashamed and I am condemned, I, I know that I'm, I'm listening more to the Father of lies than I am the Father of life. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so repentance isn't about shaming and condemning us to this place of being so beaten down that now we're subject to a master, not a father. Mm. He, he's not a master. He's a father. Yeah. And so when I, when I can understand that, it's like, yes, I might feel a certain way because I should. I should feel a certain way because I, I violated the relationship that I have with a holy father. Mm. I, I actually did something that hurt my father's feelings. So I should feel something. Mm. But when I feel that and I go to seek his face, mm-hmm. like the thing that... Like Second Chronicles 7 said before, mm-hmm. this 
turned in another direction. When I, when I start seeking his face, there's a reconciliation that happens where not only do I stop feeling the way that I felt, but now we're having communion with one another. And it's like, there's this moment where it's like, it's okay, son. Mm. I forgive you. It's okay. Just go and don't do that anymore. Yeah. Kind of thing. Mm. And, and I think that we just have to, we have to always remember it's not about a master and servant relationship. It's about a father and a son, a father and a daughter. Mm-hmm. And there's a communion. Yeah. It's like, I think sometimes we think as parents, I'm a parent. I don't know if you're a parent, but as a parent, sometimes I think that we get in this thought of like, I, I don't want to hurt my children's feelings. Mm-hmm. But there, if I'm being honest, there are times that my children hurt my feelings by not listening to my voice. And, and, I, and I, I like to think about my relationship with God like I think about my relationship with my kids. And, and there are times when I actually have hurt, hurt him. But he's so faithful to even forgive me yep. when I've hurt him. That's right. And so I just, I, I love the fact that it's not about condemnation and shame. Mm-hmm. It's about literally he's, he's calling us up. Yeah. We, we've been saying that for a while. This is the greatest time to be alive. I don't know if you feel that way, but if you don't feel that way, start confessing that. This is a great time to be alive because he's calling us up. Mm-hmm. But in the kingdom, down is the way up. Mm. And so as I humble myself Come on. and I repent and I, I start living this life where it's like, okay, I acknowledge that I did something that was out of order. And so now I'm going to go and I'm going to get in the secret place. I'm going to seek my father's face. I'm going to seek his presence. I walk out of that room looking more like him. Yeah. I've just been brought up, but it was just because I went low first. Yeah. Well, dude, I, I love, I love kind of where you're at right now because when it, when it comes to <clears throat> repenting of our sin, those of us who, who know who we really are in Christ, who know that we're actually sons, that we are daughters of the mm-hmm. Most High, repentance is not, it is not, a, um, it is not a knock on our identity. Right. It, those that when we, when we realize who we really are, yeah. we're willing to hold out these things that we need to repent from, and 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 we're also willing to hear correction from a father and not a master. Mm-hmm. We're willing to say, okay, God, I realize you're saying this about about me. I need to change, but it's not about me. It's about the thing that I need to change. Yeah. So you can actually speak to me mm-hmm. about the sin in my life, about the ways I'm missing it, about the areas that I need to come up, about my character. The list goes on and on. You can actually speak to me about that because what I realize is that you're not you're not attacking who I am. Right. You're not, you're, you're, you're just, you're, you're actually, you know, he's actually doing, he's actually showing us who we can become. Mm -hmm. He's actually showing us who we already are, who we already are in Christ. It's like, Hey, you know what? You don't have to think that way. You don't have to act that way. You know what? Anger doesn't actually have to just come out of you whenever your kids do that. (laughs) And I'm using all personal examples today. These are all, these are all my examples, but it's like, no, you, you have the Holy spirit. Yeah. You can exercise self-control. <clears throat> and this is kind of where we were, we were going earlier when it, when it comes to repentance, this change of action. Uh, I think that it's, it's important that we all put a plan in place or we put a goal out mm-hmm. in front of us. Yeah. It is, hear, me, hear me today very, very clearly. It is not enough for you just to turn away from your sin. Mm-hmm. It's not enough just to turn the other direction you actually have to start walking in that direction. When you turn, you actually have to turn and you actually have to follow after someone. I I wrote this down. Repentance is not just turning away from the sin. It's about walking towards the sun. 
Wow. Repentance is not just about turning away from sin. It's about walking towards the sun. See, I think we get in trouble as believers when we don't have a goal in mind and we don't have a new direction to follow. In other words, if you're dealing with gossip, put, in a, put a plan in place where and this is what repentance looks like and it sounds like. Lord, I, I ask that you forgive me for, mm-hmm. for gossiping. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, I'm, I'm going to choose that every time I catch myself gossiping, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say three blessings over the person I just gossiped about. <laughs> Now, let's take it a step further. Now, so, so there's your plan. I'm going to bless people instead of gossip about people. Well, in order for you to bless people, guess what? You have to have a blessing to bless them with. Mm. So go into Scripture. Find that blessing. Find three things that the Lord yeah. says about people, like that, his, that, that, that your favor would be upon them. Mm-hmm. Um, that they would grow in wisdom and in stature and in favor with both God yeah. and people. That they would be blessed to be a blessing. Mm-hmm. God, that you'd financially prosper them. Whatever you come up with out of Scripture. So, so your repentance looks like, like trying. It looks like putting a, a plan. It look, looks like caring yeah. um, mm-hmm. and, and going good. after it. Maybe, maybe wow. um, yeah, the, the thing that you need to turn away from is lust. Well, don't just turn away from turn away from lust. Get a goal and a plan, and and, and start putting your your passion oh. and your your energy towards a love for the Father. Mm. So instead of, instead of a lust for the flesh, you have a love for the Father. If you're oh. married, instead of a lust for the flesh, turn turn it and 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 produce and let it produce love for your spouse. Yeah. How can you love them better? Mm-hmm. How can you be kind to them? How can you pursue wow. them or pursue God? See, I, my, in other words, this is not my plan. I'm not going to lust anymore. Yeah. If your plan stops there, sure. guess what? You will. Yeah, I, I think about that story of even that when, I think it's in Matthew. It's that um, when, when a demon is driven out of a man yeah. and it leaves that man, and then it goes and it searches for a new place to dwell. Mm-hmm. And, and it doesn't find one. And so scripture says that it returns to where it came from. It finds that house uh, clean, swept, and put in order. But it finds it empty. Yeah. And because it found it empty, because it didn't have a plan, it comes back with seven more demons worse than, than, mm-hmm. than itself. And the second state is worse than the first. Yeah. Without a plan, without me replacing the thing that I'm trying to walk away from mm-hmm. with something that I can actually uh, lean on for sustainability, yeah. uh, I, could, I should expect it to return at some point. Yeah. And hopefully when it returns, I've done something and I've put something in me really to good. be full so that it, it's, it's me saying, you can't reside here any longer because I have been filled up because my mm. plan is in action. I'm walking out steps after my father. Yep. After Jesus, I'm going after Jesus, and this is how. Yeah. I'm reading, I'm praying, I'm listening, I'm worshiping, I'm responding to his voice. Mm. I'm treating people well. <laughs> yep. We think sometimes repentance is about God and us. But I, I think that our, our relationship with people is a huge part of repentance too. Yeah. And I think even uh, because we're talking about, you know, in the grand scheme of all this humility as well, it's like, how do I respond to people? And, and, and am I living a, a lifestyle of repentance only to the Father? Or, or do people get to see me living in repentance with Him too? Because mm. that is a big thing. It's like, am I humble only towards my Father? Or am I humble as a person? Do I smell like humility when I'm with my Father and not when I'm, with, when, when I'm, when I'm away from Him? Mm-hmm. Do I always smell like Jesus? 
or do sometimes I stink? <laughs> do you need to get a shower? I'm guessing Jesus smells pretty good. He does. Yeah. I have smelled him. You have? Five times. Five times. Yes. Was that a random number or is that for no, real? No, it's for real. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I want to ask you what he smells like, but I, I should we talk about that? I couldn't, I couldn't pinpoint it 100%. I have a good idea yeah. of how you would understand, but yeah, maybe like, later. Like Glade or like Febreze? Or uh, like a combination, but no, way better? No, like... I'm joking. I should something joke you've never way. smelled before. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's a whole different story for a whole well, different time. Well, I mean, let's let's kind of let's kind of wrap it up right here. But I, I think what we're saying here is let's be serious about repentance. Sure. And um, and let's let's kind of take it to a new level. Let's put a plan in place, mm-hmm. and um, and let's decide let's decide what we're going to do. Yeah. Let's decide what we're going to put into place, and. Um, I just I, w- I want to close with with this story of of the woman who was caught in adultery. And it's out of John chapter eight. And the story was the first thing that kind of came up in my spirit as as I uh, as kind of started studying out repentance. And I, I won't read read the whole thing. We we all kind of know the story. Most of us do. And this woman was caught in the act of adultery. And um, the the teachers of religious law they brought this woman before. Jesus. Jesus was in the synagogue and he was preaching. And they said, hey, Jesus, this woman was caught in the act of adultery. What should we do? Now, the law said that mm. we should stone her. And, and they said, what do you say? And then in verse 6, John 8, uh, chapter 8, verse 6, said they were trying to trap him into saying something they could use against him. But Jesus stooped down and wrote in the dust with his finger. They kept demanding an answer. So he stood up again and said, all right, but let the one who has never sinned throw the first stone. Then he stooped down again and wrote in the dust. When the accusers heard this, they slipped away one by one, beginning with the oldest, until only Jesus was left. Until only Jesus was left in the middle of the crowd with the woman. Then Jesus stood up again and said to the woman, where are your accusers? Didn't even one of them condemn you? No, Lord, she said. And Jesus said, neither do I. Go and sin no more. You notice how Jesus kind of finishes this statement with this woman. He says, I don't condemn you, any, I don't condemn you either. But then he says, go and sin no more. In other words, turn from the way that you were living and go. In other words, repent. Mm-hmm. I don't condemn you. I don't, I don't guilt you. I don't put shame on you. <clears throat> but I am asking you to repent and to go and sin no more. I love this story. I think there's actually a lot of symbolism in this story. Because here we have a whole crowd with this woman looking at her, catching her in her sin. She, she knows it. They know it. Jesus knows what she did. I mean, man, you want to talk about a scene in the Bible that I just can't imagine what it must have been like. But look how the story ends. Mm. In verse 9, it says, only Jesus was left. Mm. Only Jesus was left. I think when it comes to moments of repentance, and I wanna, mm-hmm. I'm about to lead you into a moment of repentance, but in moments of repentance, can I just say this? In a true moment of repentance, only Jesus is left. In other words, Jesus is your only option. 
Jesus is the only one that matters. He's the only one there. It's you and him and him and you. And when it comes to repentance and when he says, go and sin no more, there's so much love and there's so much grace and there's so much mercy in his voice that you can't help but want to just follow him and him alone. He's your only option. Mm. Repentance is not this. It's not, it's, it's not when, when your accusers are there. It's not accusation. It's not condemnation. It's not guilt. It's not shame. Notice in the story that the people who were bringing accusation, condemnation, and, sh- and shame, they all left the scene. Mm-hmm. Even in the story, shame and accusation disappeared. And the only thing that, that was good. left was grace. Yes. The only per- it was the person of grace. It was Jesus himself you, Jesus. that was left. I think this is what repentance looks like. Mm. It looks like you getting alone with him and saying, you know what, Jesus, I know I mess up. (laughs) I'm doing the best that I can. But ultimately, I want you more than anything else. And now show me. Give me a plan. Give me a goal. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. And I'm going to choose right now. I'm going to go. And I'm going to sin no more. That's good. So today, um, uh, there's not one person watching that that honestly doesn't have something to repent for. Sure. Um, this, you know, repentance is, is something that we will probably continue to do daily for all of our life. We should. <laughs> and um, it needs to be something that we're, we're actually okay with. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll be honest, even, even right now today, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not necessarily okay with it all. Yeah. Um, even it, it, where I'm at in this journey, I realize today, and I just want to be honest with all of you, like I'm actually not okay with messing up. I'm not okay with it. Mm. I don't like it because I know that if I mess up, then that means I have to admit that I was wrong and then I'm going to have to repent. Sure. And that, that process isn't necessarily the, the funnest process to go through. Yet Jesus came, and I'll, I'll, I'll close with this scripture and then pray. Jesus came in Matthew chapter 4 after he spent his time in the wilderness. It says that he came preaching this message. This is the very first thing that he came preaching. You ready? Mm-hmm. From then on, Jesus began to, to preach. Here was the first word, repent. Repent of your sins and turn to God. Notice, repent and turn. Yeah. For the kingdom of heaven is near. Thanks for tuning in today. You can stay connected with Renew Life Church by following us on Facebook or Instagram or by visiting our website at www.renewlifechurch.com. We love you and hope you feel encouraged from this message today.